0: Welcome back to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. What is up? It is so good to see you. It's Tales from 2 a.m. It's the lighter side of your Pittsburgh Steelers fandom. And that is what we do here. I'm so glad to see all of you in the live chat. And if you are checking this out on our audio only platform, let me say this. Thank you so much. I can't mention your name because I don't know who you are. But you are a big part of our show's success as well. So thank you so much. Love to hear from each and every one of you. And if you are in our audio-only side, and you can't talk to me in the live chat because you're not live, what I would like to see is this. I would like to see you go ahead and get a hold of me on Twitter. It's at BTSCBAD. Feel free. I try to I try to get back to everybody that gets a hold of me on social media. You could get a hold of me through uh, Facebook as well. But man, I'd love to hear from you. And I know everybody else at BTSC shares that same philosophy. That's uh, one thing that uh, Jeff Hartman, man, Jeff Hartman gets so many tweets of from his ride or die crew, and I think that's absolutely awesome. And he answers every single one i know dave does as well everybody here we'd love to hear from you so thank you so much once again you're a big part of our success so if you want to get a hold of me feel free to do so i love it a lot of people i get this each and every week i get a lot of people asking me where i get my jerseys because i do wear a lot of steeler jerseys and i get them from dh gate i'll just tell you that um because a lot of people will email me and ask that. And, and I love it. And I try to wear a different one each time. Today, I'm wearing the Batman from 1967. TJ Watt did not play in 1967, but he wasn't alive in 1967. I wasn't alive in 1967. How about that? Um, gosh, because Big Marv just said that I am a young man still, still so I love that. Um, But no, I, I love the Batman jerseys. I would love to see them wear these on the field just once. That would be amazing. Love that. Love those jerseys. They're so cool. And they're long sleeve jerseys. And oh man, that'd that'd be really cool. So let's do this. Let's talk about some of the greatest quotes in Pittsburgh Steelers history. Now we already talked about James Ferrier and it's a five-star matchup because we are in it. I think that's great. Um, I think this really, this was a quote, but this was actually, uh, he talked more about saying this, but when Ben Roethlisberger said to Jerome Bettis after the AFC championship game loss, after the 2004 season, just give me one more year, I'll get you that trophy. That was a pretty big deal. Now we're going to talk about one of the most quotable Pittsburgh Steelers of all time. And it's Jack Lambert, man. I bet you if we did a top 10, most of them would be Jack Lambert. And I will tell you that. Um, I believe one of my favorites would be. That'll (laughs) Tony Defio talks about this one all the time. I believe he said this in a highlight against the Dallas Cowboys. That will cool your bleep off. I just remember, man, if you, if he just knocks you down and you hear him say that, I love it. Mike Cochran says, said this, and I was, I had this on my list to bring up. No one can be allowed to intimidate us. We're supposed to be the intimidators. Yeah, that is a great quote. I will, uh, there was one from, Another linebacker, Greg Lloyd. Where man, they didn't have the bleep button going on there. But when he, when uh, I believe his his big thing was after they beat the Colts, we're going to the bleeping Super Bowl on NBC. That uh, that caused a lot of problems way back then. <laughs> My favorite Jack Lambert quote, though. There are so many, man. There, I mean, welcome to the NFL rookie when he knocked John Elway out of the game on Labor Day weekend in 1983. John Elway's first ever NFL game, he knocks him out. Welcome to the NFL rookie. You got to love it. But when you talk about the greatest quotes in Pittsburgh Steelers history, I have to put this one up here, and it wasn't one that he mentioned during the season, he mentioned in his hall of fame speech, if I could live my life over, I'd be a football player and you damn well better believe I'd be a Pittsburgh Steeler. That is, that is the quote for me, man. I, I absolutely love that. That's, that's an absolute favorite. Now there's, there's some lesser known Steelers that uh, you might not remember. Some all should but if you're younger, then you probably uh, would not would not remember this. It is Lethon Flowers, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, they were a team back in the early 2000s, and they ended up winning it in 2002. But they talked a lot of smack, and when you've got a guy like Warren Sapp on your team, you know there's going to be a lot of Shenanigans as far as trying to intimidate, trying to talk. I mean, if this is the uh, if this was a Tampa Bay show, I am I am probably going to uh, have the number one quote being uh, the number the best quoted Tampa Bay Buck is being Warren sap but they used to do something that was really I thought it was despicable. I I mean. It, it was one of those things that they were trying to be intimidators before the game and they would run through the team's warmups and try to disrupt the warmups by running through, running through. And they did that to the Steelers in 2001 and it ticked off a lot of people. You know, it was really cool though, that after that, after they did that in the pregame Steelers went out, and sacked Tampa Bay quarterback Brad Johnson 10 times in that game. Man, that really fired them up. So that led to one Lee, Lee Lethon Flowers, who was a fifth router out of Georgia Tech in 1995. He played safety for the team. He was a special teams ace. Number 41, Lee Flowers. And he called them paper champions. And said, hey, they're only champions on paper. And so the next year, that ticked them off when the Steelers came into their house on Monday Night Football, and they were they were going to run through again. And not only run through, this is why I hated Warren Sapp. I really I hated this guy, just because of his uh, great player. Now, you had a guy like Keyshawn Johnson, who talked a lot of smack on that team too, but I didn't hate Keyshawn Johnson. I was entertained by him. But Warren Sapp was kind of a wang. And he would skip, he would like skip through there. Like he was sashaying through the tulips. He would like skip through and expect nobody to uh nobody to be upset about it. Well, Jerome Bettis was waiting for him. And also James Ferrier was there too. It started a big brawl. I remember Jerome Bettis just pushed him and cracked him, and he just kept on skipping through to let his teammates get the wrath. He ran away. He actually He didn't stay in the brawl. He started the brawl and kept on running. Kept on, I'm sorry, skipping. As his teammates got dominated, and then Pittsburgh came out and dominated most of the game. So I know it was only a 17 to 7 victory, but the Steelers pun it. They had so many sacks. I, I think they had six or seven sacks in that game. They just oh my gosh, they killed that team. That defense was good, too. But you know, I just remember paper champions and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trying to be offended because Lee Flowers said called them paper champions. Like all of a sudden they were trying to make the Steelers, the bad guys. And they started the whole thing. So (laughs) I kind of love that. Um, It's one of my favorite stories. What are some great quotes that you can think of? Mike Cochran had that really good one. So thanks Mike. But yeah, anytime the intimidators, we are supposed to be the intimidators. Love that. The other great quote, and this was this was from John Madden, not the quote, but Jan, John Madden started this. And Chuck Knoll finished it because before the Steelers went into the AFC championship game, the Dolphins got knocked out by the Raiders the week before. And then the Steelers went to Oakland to take on the Raiders. And a lot of people thought that the Raiders were going to the Super Bowl that year to face the Miami Dolphins, excuse me, the Minnesota Vikings. And after the Steelers beat the Raiders to go to the Super Bowl to take on Minnesota, John Madden said, hey, that's okay. The Super Bowl was last week because the two best teams were absolutely the dolphins and the raiders so that's your super bowl so don't even worry about the super bowl um so chuck knoll comes out and says this you know the coach of the raiders said the two best teams in football played yesterday and that was the super bowl well the super bowl is 3 weeks from now and the best team in pro football is sitting right here in this room i love that man i love that that chuck knoll he had some great quotes over the years. He had, he had some that ticked some people off, like uh, <laughs> definitely, like uh, Franco, who that upset some people. But Chuck Noel was very quotable as well. I mean, Mike Tomlin gets the credit for being being so quotable, but Chuck Knoll, was, um, my gosh, he had some bite. Big Marv says this, and this is on the list. But it's funny because he said it in t-shirt form, Greg Lloyd. And I want this t-shirt. This is one thing that I don't have. And I don't know if I could pull off the the sleeveless on the t-shirt, like Greg Lloyd, number 95, man, that guy, that guy had some physique to him. But when you sport a t-shirt that says I wasn't hired for my disposition that's quotable you don't have you don't even have to say it you wear it and that's your quote and man that speaks volumes that's louder than anything man I love that quote wasn't hired for my disposition (laughs) what are some other great quotes I mean gosh Lambert had so many you know you can't forget about Myron Cope too Myron Cope had some of the great ones of course, you, you always knew you were going to hear yoy and double yoy, but the terrible Tau is poised to strike. Man, when you hear that, you got fired up. You really did. Um, Here's another thing from Lambert. Um, what happened? Well, of course, you know Lambert's quarterback should wear dresses. <laughs> That's the big thing and uh but this is a great one and i didn't know this until recently after a 1981 hit on the quarterback brian sype of the browns jack lambert answered reporters questions in the locker room and they were talking about ben dreith who was man he was a referee that i never really liked um he called a penalty and he told lambert that he hit brian sype way too hard and so the press said, did you? He's like, yeah, I hit him as hard as I could. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just great there. I mean, I think it's easy. It would not be hard to go ahead and say that Jack Lambert is the most quotable. But here's a great quote, too, because in 1976, the Steelers probably had one of their best teams of all time. And they, they lost in the AFC championship game. They did not have Franco Harris. They did not have Rocky Plyer. They didn't even have a kicker. Their kicker was hurt in that game. That team was just a mess. And this was, and they were a really good team. They had one of the best defenses ever, but they were beat up going in that game. And this was the year that bradshaw missed six games and mike krusik went six and oh and never threw a touchdown pass think about that that's how dominant your defense is because you have not just your defense but your running game you have a quarterback that goes six and oh the first six games of his career i mean this is not a guy who's been around he was a rookie and ben roethlisberger ended up breaking that record he really broke that record he smashed that record in 2004 But it was another guy, number 15, Mike Krusek from Boston College. And so Bradshaw did play in that game, but they they were beat up. They lost. And after the game, Jack Lambert just says, look, give me a six-pack and 30 minutes to rest, and let's go out and play them again. Man, is that not a great quote? Is that not a true warrior Man, I love it. Here's a great Mike Tomlin quote that a lot of people don't remember, but it's it's talking about, they were basically talking about uh, Willie Parker's claims that the Steelers were not focusing their game plan enough around the running game. So Mike Tomlin just had this to say, every time I walk by five Lombardi trophies, not five rushing titles, Willie's comments could not be construed, could be construed as selfish, which he is not. So I, I kind of like that. He he's sending a message. He's sticking up for his player, but he's definitely sending a message. You know, there's some people that think Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw, was a super quotable player. And he's more quotable now. But as a player, he, uh, I mean, he had some good quotes, but a lot of them was trying to stick up for himself. But we talked about Jack Lambert in his Hall of Fame speech. And this is a Hall of Fame speech that I absolutely adore. And it happened. What he said ended up happening in that very speech. What I wouldn't give right now to put my hands under Mike Webster's butt just one more time. Thank you, Mike. Next thing you know, Mike Webster rolls on stage, not wearing his gold jacket. He was already in the Hall of Fame, not wearing his jacket. Rolls on stage, wearing a polo shirt, gets down, they threw him a football, gets down, snaps Bradshaw the ball. Man. That was a great moment, really great moment. I spent a couple of weeks ago, I spent like a Friday night, like after midnight on YouTube. I needed my beauty rest, and of course, I didn't get it because look at this face. Um, and you know what? I just spent all this time watching old Hall of Fame speeches from Pittsburgh Steelers, and they were great. And they were chock full of awesome moments. We talked about two of them. If you get a chance to watch those on YouTube, do it. They they are incredible. If you want to hear about old stuff from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here's a great one from the early 2000s. And Plexigo Burris, a lot of people called him Plexiglass. In fact, Shannon Shannon, uh, Sharp focused his attack on uh, the Steelers receiver by calling him that. And then he stiffed arm a former Steeler and a Hall of Famer, Rod Woodson, to the turf and trotted in the end zone for the game-winning touchdown to end Baltimore's season in the playoffs. And he just had a great quote. He just responded, and it it was a matter of fact, last time I checked, plexiglass would bend, but it did not break. (laughs) That... That's pretty cool. Myron Cope had a lot of great quotes. Um, He was talking about uh, Dan Snyder to, uh, to send a representative to ask Cope to refrain from using a phrase calling the Washington Redskins red faces. And wow. I never knew that. Um, But uh, Cope wasn't having any of it. And, I'm not here talking about whether uh, Cope's uh, name for the team was uh, was appropriate or not. All I'm going to say is that he stuck up for himself, and he said, if that boy billionaire thinks he can shut me up, he can stick his head in a can of paint. Who says that? Who tells you to go stick your head in a can of paint? Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. I tell you what, lots of fun, man, just lots of fun talking about uh, the quotable Steelers. And I'm going to go back to the live chat here and uh, see what we've got, see if we've got any more as far as great quotes. Um, Portna says, I can't remember the Bradshaw quote, but when Jefferson Street Joe passed away, Bradshaw said Joe was the most talented quarterback he ever saw man he was he was really talented he he had his problems but um he is revered as as a really a a really great stealer um bettis quote reggie rivers says, says this bettis quote when he runs over people mash mouth football pittsburgh style love it mike cochran brings this Jack Lambert went up the Steelers drafted guys who were bigger, stronger, and faster than me, but they never found one who could take my job away from me, man. That's a great quote. Wow. Um, so we've got a live chat here too. Um, one of the, uh, great contributor here, Dave Shipley. We really appreciate it. Ike and Porter were the best at talking, uh, bleep finally got your email correct (laughs) thanks to my wife i'm no it guy i appreciate that i'm not either my i've got a 13 year old son who is who my gosh i think he could run tech support at apple that's how good he is and i i go to him all the time to help set up email, set up everything. And my wife was laughing at me the other day. She's like, what happened to you? You used to know how to do this. Now you're turning into your dad as far as electronics go. And I'm like, I can't handle electronics anymore. <laughs> so thanks, Mrs. Shipley. I, I appreciate that. Um, And thanks for the $5. But Dave's right. Th- those are two guys that we didn't talk about. My gosh, Ike Taylor, he was definitely quotable. He, his quotes were great. I don't have an exact Ike Taylor quote, but even last year when he, uh, he called grandpa strong, he, we, we took this. He, he said that James Washington on our interview with him was grandpa strong. And so grandpa strong, we, that ended up being our nickname for him. I mean, he, he, that guy was definitely magic on the mic too, but Joey Porter, man, Probably one of the best. I think if Jack Lambert's number one is being quotable Steelers, Joey Porter might be number two. He was entertaining. He was controversial. Um, I will never forget this. Right before the Indianapolis Colts game, they were not supposed to win, and he guaranteed a victory. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about the playoff game. This was the 14 and two juggernaut Colts of 2005. And he's like, he guarantees a victory. And everybody's like, no, no, don't do that. No. And then, and then, so they win the game and cower who I love Bill cower and I love how he interacted with his players and they're doing the game ball. And Bettis is talking about how nobody believed in this team. And he said that PZ, that was the nickname for Porter. PZ was right. You know, and then coward jumps in and you could hear him in the background going, yeah, will you, will you just uh, shut up this week? And he's like, "Then he just yells, hell no. They shot me in Denver (laughs) because they were going to play the Broncos. And he's like, you will know let's ride on three and started the whole let's ride. And that's where the name for Jeff Hartman's show comes from. Let's ride, let's ride on three. And that's something they do all the time. So let's ride is probably one of the greatest Steeler quotes too, because that's what gets that defense fired up between games. And the guys leading the chance, who ride, we ride, who ride, we ride. They change over the years, but it's always a leader. I believe Ferrier did it after Porter. I know Harrison did it. Shazier did it. Now, TJ's doing it, and that is a tradition that will continue. But man, I love it. Uh, PC was entertaining. That's my sister's favorite player just because of his mouth, because he was entertaining. (laughs) He used to always laugh every time he he said something. And I mean, he did it again on Super Bowl week, you know, going after uh, Jeremy Stevens, a a tight end. Jeremy Stevens was trying to get his name out there and and went after Porter and Porter just shut him down. That was great. I'm going to si- I'm going to give you one guy though that was not quotable whatsoever, but he was really quotable because of what he never said. He did all his talking on the field, and that's Troy Palomalo. So not quotable. Definitely not quotable. When he said something, you wanted to listen to what he had to say because you knew it was going to be good. It was going to be poignant. It wasn't going to be ripping on anybody else. But he spoke volumes on the field. And you can be a leader without being emphatic and quotable. Um. Sean Manahan gives us $2 and says, love that 05 team, man. I love that 05 team too. I love all these teams, man. I love the 1984 team. I love the 1989 team. They didn't win them. I love the 2021 team. I love the 2020 team. As long as there's a black and gold team, that's it. James Ferrier brings... Uh, Big Mar brings up James Ferry. We talked about this, probably one of the first quotes we talked about. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Yep. I'm going to leave you guys all with this. It's a five-star show because you guys are in the live chat. I appreciate that. So <laughs> Ryan O'Toole says this. Uh, I do like this. Ike said Troy spoke to Jesus on the field. He did, man. He, he really did. Man, he crossed himself before every play. You, there was never a play he did not cross himself before. That that's a man strong in his faith. You got to love it. So hey, thanks so much for joining the show. This was this was a fun time. What did we establish here today? We established that uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers they're quotable. Dave Shipley brings up Chuck Noll saying Franco, who that's something we brought up too in some of the Chuck Noll quotes. Man, Chuck Noll was quotable too. The Steelers speak volumes on the field, but they're magic on the mic too. So they're not just hype. Just like Hammer says, I'm dope on the floor and I'm magic on the mic. <laughs> I love it. I always wanted to be dope on the floor, which I will never be. I'd love to be magic on the mic someday, maybe. But I need you to do three things for me. I oh, let's say four. Always check us out here on BehindTheSilkCurtain.com. That's that's really important for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. Not just my show. Whether it's Jeff Hartman, whether it's Dave Schofield, whether it's Rich Schofield, whether it's Jeffrey Benedict, Michael Beck, Tony Defeo, the boys from Down Under, Matt Peverell, and Mark Davison. Check all those guys out. Check out us. Sh- check out Shannon White on the editorial side too. Check out everybody. And we love it. We love that you're a part of us. And if you want to join our podcast team, if you saw the article, send me a sample of your past work, if you've done anything. And that's something we'd like to take a look at as well. But the three things I need you to do for me, it's simple. Be safe. That's most important. Be safe in your life. Be true to yourself. That's almost more important. Don't be afraid to be you. You got to be you because we love you. That's who you are. And don't ever be ashamed of who you are. But always be behind the steel curtain. For Brian Davis, that's me. For Brian Anthony Davis, that's me too. I will see you all later. Thank you so much. I love you, Steeler Nation.